welcome to Hazel and Katniss and Harry and Star. Mailbag! Oh, look at you. You're back on the ball. I know. I got it in there. Um, Joe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So after we recorded Alana, the first adventure for book club, uh, we got an email that came in too late for us to include the thoughts from frequent writer inner Victoria. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to flag something that she wrote in her email that I think, like, I think it is stuff that we, we touched on, but I don't know. Victoria's got a really nice way of phrasing it. Let me read it to you. There we go. Okay. It says, what I actually love most about this book is that it does not present Alana as a savior or someone with, quote, main character syndrome. Sure, she accomplished (laughs) a lot in her time as a page and later as a squire, but she did not waltz into the palace and nail every lesson she was given. Mm. She had to study hard, perfect her skills, and work through struggle before succeeding in her goals. It's not to say that she had to pull herself up by her bootstraps, but it's a lot harder to be a knight than one would expect and that no one starts off as a page. Eventually, the diverse friend group she maintains at the palace ends up embracing her for her difference in hard work, not for any status or supernatural perfectionism. Mm. And, you know, Victoria was talking a lot about sort of going through difficult periods in her own life and saying, like, this text was a great reminder that nobody needs to become a knight instantly. You start off as a page in order to equip yourself with the knowledge needed to wield your own sword and enhance your own source of magic. It may feel hard and futile in the moment, but it never stays that way. It's hopeful, I know, but it's a hope worth fighting for. And you will always have a support network who can be a band of misfits, but they're probably the best friends you could ever have. I just really liked it. I just liked the vibe. And it is, I think, I think that's exactly what we were really responding to in that book is this sense of, you know, I, I jokingly called it like the Puritan hard work story, but like Mm -hmm. it is a book about, yeah, sticking with it and having confidence that you can get there, even if you aren't like, you know, a witch or something like that. Right. You know, it's not, as Victoria points out, it's not Alana's supernatural powers that make her a popular person it's the fact that she's like fun and a good friend mm-hmm. and and like impressive you know and i think that um that's a really nice message in the book yeah i mean there was this one moment where we didn't discuss it in the episode but you know there's repeated attempts to lure alan into the water and of course yeah. alana cannot disclose her female body for fear of being noticed mm-hmm. but there's this one part where she gets really upset with somebody who does try to make her go in and she ends up screaming at them and then a apologizing for it and they're like you know we're not trying to get you right like we just like you because you're a you're a good person you're fun to be around and the revelation is shocking to alana yeah and i kind of love that moment of discovery where it's like oh people don't like me because i'm really good at things they like (laughs) me because i'm fun to be around and i'm interesting and That is such a key coming of age moment to me that has nothing to do with becoming a knight or being a witch or anything like that. It's just, oh, the discovery that people like me for being myself. I also love in that scene when she does apologize, uh, one of the other boys is like, I mean, we totally weren't respecting your wishes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe you overreacted, but also we were kind of being uncool. And it's like, oh, yeah. wow, everybody in this book is a human being. <laughs> it's so refreshing. And it honestly, it feels genuinely different than the kind of middle grade and YA fiction that we get that's more sort of fantasy or magically driven now, where yeah. every interaction has to be vitally important for advancing the plot or uncovering some new thing that's going to sell toys or yeah. become a big moment in an adaptation. 
there's something so refreshing about Tamora Pierce's writing that, I don't know, I feel like we've lost a little bit now. Yeah. I really do think it comes back to it being a very character-driven book, and we just don't right. get a lot of that in the fantasy, dystopia, sci-fi kind of space because we're so worried about, yeah, like blockbusters. <laughs> and, you mm-hmm. know, maybe I'm comparing it to a book that we're reading soon, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, folks, we we have, you know, maybe put our butts on the line and a bunch of you are now going to write in and say, uh, actually, there's plenty of character-driven fantasy. Yeah, I mean, Let probably. us educate you. So if that is the case, Brenna, how can they get in touch with us? You know you can find us at our Gmail, hkhspod at gmail.com. Perfect for contributions to Mailbag. And you can find us across the social medias at hkhspod. There we go. 